0: Hi, and welcome to Storytime with Rabbi Yitzi Hi, everyone. I am your host, Rabbi Yitzi together with... Me, Yessi, his sidekick. Yay! To send much-needed donations to J-Root Radio, the address is J-Root Radio, 2829 Nostrand Avenue, Brooklyn, New York, 11229. 2829 Nostrand Avenue, Brooklyn, New York, Uh, 11229. JRoot Radio can be found on Nucky Radio and it also can be found on jrootradio.com and at 712 432 4217. Also, you can call in at 718 506 9099. And you could uh, also follow the archives by following the menu at the end of the show if you would like to call in to tell us what you learned. So the number is 718 683 5858. Of course, uh, if you would like to text in for information about how to sponsor a program or to advertise, the number to text in is 347-927-8398. Also, if you would like to text in a story suggestion with all its details, the number to text in is 347-927-8398. If you are interested in hiring Rabbi It's Erb's, for either live storytelling or storytelling on Zoom, uh, and or if you want to hire Rabbi serves to do his famous Koyach from show, or uh, uh, you know, uh, or you're interested in information on how to learn martial arts lessons or chikun energy exercises. Or if you're interested in art lessons or anything of that nature, you know, uh, for more information, call 718-375-1294. The number, again, is 718-375-1294. Robert CDs are in most stores, and if you have a CD that is not in the store, you can call the 718 number, 375-1294, to ask uh, for uh, the Current list to be faxed or uh, emailed. Rabbi Yitzhak books are also on sale in stores, also at your local farmer's store. Okay, hope you don't mind that I did all that. No, it's quite all right, so I guess we could go straight to the story now. Okay, Rabbi Erps, ha- how was your vacation? <laughs> vacation? Ah, well, let's put it this way. A vacation doesn't mean you have to, like, take off and relax and take it easy. Sometimes, believe it or not, you know what a vacation could be? A vacation could be that you're enjoying yourself, even if you're working. Huh? What do you mean? What kind of vacation is that? Well, I enjoy what I do. I enjoy telling stories, and I enjoy doing my koyah from the moya. And I just want to tell you, Bor Hashem, during the summer months, uh, you know, Bor Hashem uh, performed in quite a number of camps, especially Hasidish camps, because I speak a Hasidish Yiddish. You do? Yo, ich red a fine Hasidish Yiddish. What, what did you say? Uh, never mind. Okay, anyways, so, um, how was your summer? Uh, it was great. Uh, anyways, uh... Uh, you got a story? <laughs> well, I got a story? It's very interesting, you should ask. You know, <laughs> I come back here this week and I find a lot of requests. Unless these people heard this story that they requested in a camp, by somebody else told it, and they want to hear me tell it, or they heard it on some program of some sort, I don't know. But whatever it is, I got a lot of requests for me to tell the story of Yusala the Holy Miser. Oh, that's a famous story. Yes, it is. I've probably told it once before. I don't, know, you know, maybe a few years ago, whatever it is. And uh, of course, as usual, I didn't have time to look it up totally. So I'm going to utilize my memory and put uh, whatever parts I remember together and do it. You're going to make a mishmash. You're going to tell a story. <laughs> I'm going to tell a story. What do you think? Oh, okay. Go ahead. All right. Now. Uh, this story took place uh, probably around the 1600s, you know, and uh, it it took place in Krakow, Poland, but not exactly in Krakow itself. There was a shtetl which would call, I'm not making up the name, this is the name, uh, it's called, I'm trying to pronounce it right. Uh, Let me see that. Let me see how, uh oh, that's Kazimierz. I guess it's pronounced Kazimierz. I guess so too. Maybe Kazimierz, Kami, Kamiyez, or whatever it is, Kazimierz. Anyways, it was in Poland. It was the Yiddish quarter of Krakow. Anyways, I uh, just want to know uh, you all to know that uh, technically speaking, although there's a lot of legendary stories about Moisa, uh, but I just want you to know that he is definitely buried in the Krakow Cemetery, but not the regular Krakow Cemetery. The one is called the Ramor Cemetery. He is buried there. And after the famous Tzaddik, Rab, uh, Yomtev, uh, Lipa, uh, sorry, Rab Yomtev Lipman Heller, known as the Tysus Yomtev, after he realized that uh, Yossi the holy, the holy miser, was Taka a holy person, uh, he requested to be buried there. Wow, that is interesting. Oh, yes it is. There's no question about it that it is interesting. Okay, so now that we have settled that, I'm ready to start. Okay, now what kind of guy was Yostle the Miser? Well, obviously he was a stingy guy because Miser means a guy who has money and he just doesn't like to part from it. That's correct. You got that right. He was a stingy person. And let me tell you what happened. Okay, now, uh, what happened was is, you know, uh, very interesting enough, uh, this person, Yasula, it doesn't say what his last name is. I mean, I, I, I once googled his, his caver, which uh, but I, I couldn't see if it had a last name to it. But anyways, let me tell you what happened. We're going to see a typical day in the life of Rav the Miser. Ah, Do is Yosela's house. Yosela is a zaya like a man, a very rich man. He has lots of business, makes lots and lots of money. So what I gonna do is very simple. I am gonna knock on his door because, you know, I uh, poor person. I try to work, but there's no work for me. Anyways, let me go knock on his door. Let me see. Hello? Is anybody home? Uh, uh, it's me. I can't. Uh, oh, there. He has me now. Oh, uh, one second. one second. Uh, just a minute, please. I'm coming. Erkem I'm Schneebald. A minute. Just give me a second. I will be there. Alrighty. Uh, let me open up my door. Okay. Wait a minute. Here comes Reinbold. Here comes your hair days. All right. And now I'm gonna open up the door. Okay. A big store, mama, said, mama. A big door, you have here. Very nice, very nice, very nice big door. Mm-hmm. Wow. Fine woodwork, anyways. Uh, can I come in? <laughs> sure, of course. You want to come into my house? <laughs> come right in. This way, please. Uh, this way, please. Okay. Uh, 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 um, um, um. Uh, wait a minute. You're here for? I'm here to collect some chidoka. And for who? Uh, for my family, for me, my wife, my children. Oh, very nice, very nice. I like that idea. Okay, so you must be, if you need sadaka you must be very hungry, yes? Uh, Stikel yeah. All right. Uh, sit down over here, if you don't mind. And let me bring you some cake, some, uh, kugel, uh, fruit, chwez. Uh, there you go. Make a nice broch loud. And, uh, then we can talk about the tzedakah. Such a nice man, this Yossela. <laughs> I don't know what other people were talking about. All right. <clears throat> Hello. Uh, uh, this is very good food. I made broches, mammies, givaldic. Now I'm pretty full. Can we talk? Because, you know, I have to make shabby koidish. you know. And I uh, try to get work and everything, but I don't have. So, is it possible that you can give me tzedoka? Uh, just a minute now. Uh, let me ask you a very important question. Are you asking me that I should go over and give you, you, tzedakah? Uh, that's what I'm asking. I, I Really, it's embarrassing, but I have no choice. And you're saying that for the tzedakah, I should take my hard-earned money and give it to you? Uh, that's right. <laughs> I see. And how many kinder do you have, can I I have five children. Five children. And another one is on the way. Oh, so you have soon six mouths to feed, I see. And it's you and your wife? Yeah, 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 yeah. And your rent you're able to pay? Well, sometimes yes, yeah, sometimes no, I don't you know. I, I try my best. Hmm. I see. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh uh-huh. and, and where do you live? I live, you know, and this gas over here. Let me show you, see? I draw a sticker map, you see? You see what I do? I put like this, and I live over here like this, okay? Now, uh, you see, if you go down the block here, and you see this little, you know, uh, dilapidated looking house, that's my shack, you know what I mean? That's the place where I live. Aha, uh-huh, I see. So let me get this straight. You want that I should give you, from my hard-earned money, to give you tzedakah, is that right? <laughs> That's correct. That's exactly what they want. A uh, chutzpah you have? I work hard for my money. You think it comes to me easy? Uh, you don't want to work? I know. I do want to get There's no work. <laughs> Who do you think you're fooling? I want you out of here this instant. I will not give you a penny. Now out, out, out! Uh, But but, but you you, uh, you were so nice before, and and I don't understand, Uh, but but, but please, you have to help me. I'll help you, I'll help you out the door. Out of the door now. Out, 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 out. All right, all right, right, I'm going. All right, I'm going. Oh, don't have to slam the door so hard. I don't understand. him. First, he invites me in, sits me down, kisses me to you I understand this. I don't understand him at all. This is very strange. I do I get this? And so it went. Uh, and there would be other days where different poor people came. Uh, like for example, <laughs> when Swie Hirsch came. Hello, shalom aleichem. Hello, can you please open the door? Uh, uh, you know, it, uh, uh, it should be nice to meet you. Open the door. Alright. Uh, hold on a minute. I'm coming. Be patient. <coughs> Alright. Let me just open the door. <coughs> oh. uh-huh. Okay. This way, please. Come inside. Shalom <laughs> Aleichem. How are you? Baruch Hashem. I'm fine. And how are you? Well, you know, I like to the the Beshefer, you know, thank God, you know, but I mean, you know, but there are things that you know that uh, you know I dive in and I try, but I, I I I just doesn't work out. Such as what do you mean? Well, can I know? Her? I have a great I have eight kindler, mammoths, you know, and and one of my oldest kind. Is is getting ready to get married? First I you know, I have to make a and I have have nothing. I don't have one zloty, one ruble. Depending who's ruling over here, whether it's zlotys or rubles, whatever it is, I don't got a penny. I don't got a groschen. You you understand what I mean? Ah, 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 ah! So you need sducka, boy? You must be very, very hungry. Eh, I, uh, yeah, come to think of it, I am. Yeah, right. Uh, Please, please sit down. Uh, Help yourself to the fruit and the cake and whatever I got here. I still have a kugel here. You can eat some of this and give a huddle, okay? Uh, You know, it's a potato kugel. Uh, It's a huddle. Would you like a loxian kugel? I just came out of the oven. I just took it out of the oven. Uh, (laughs) Very interesting. Um, um, Wow. Uh, uh, Where's your family? (laughs) Please, 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 please you uh, know, I was not blessed with a family. So but but don't ask these questions, please. Okay? Uh it eh? Uh, huh? uh, okay, okay, okay. I won't ask anything, anything. Okay, okay, very good. I <laughs> bum Ah, oh, this is gewaldig. I enjoyed this very much. Now that we with Savute, I ate and I'm satisfied. Now, can we talk about tzedakah? Yeah, sure. We can talk about sadaka anytime you want. Okay, so what would you like to, to do? um i'm i'm a very poor man and i told you i know i know so tell me where do you live um, i live on i'm the Ah, 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 you understand oh yes the same block where the school is very nice okay but on the block okay very nice very nice and you had you said eight can one is getting married soon very nice very nice very nice so uh exactly um you're coming to me for tzedakah meaning you would like that um i should uh, end up giving you some of my hard-earned money Eh, uh, well, you know, I mean, Hashem blessed you, you should give tzedakah, uh, you know what I mean? But Hashem, I see, by looking around your house, everything is so nice, so fancy-schmancy, uh, you know, I'm sure you give a little bit, you know what I mean? Help me out, I could have Shabbos, Kodesh, and maybe help me out a little more, then I can make a chasne for Steister. <laughs> I understand everything. You want my hard-earned money. Ah, chutzpah You want my money. I work so hard to make my money, and you want my, my hard-earned money. A chutzpah. Get out of my house now. But, but, but you, you, you were so nice just before. I don't understand. You. you have a problem? I have no problem giving you fruit. I have no problem giving you a I have no problem giving you a piece of cake. But take my money? A chutzpah? I work hard for my money. You can't have any of it. Now get out of my house before I throw you out. Don't throw me out. Okay, I- I'm going, I'm going, I'm going. Oh. Ah, At least you didn't slam me so hard. Okay, no, no, as I got this. Wow. I can't believe what's happening here. Ah, Such a nice man! I don't understand. He told me I should sit down. He didn't even tell me to wipe my feet. He didn't care. I brought a little mud into the house. I don't get it. Okay, he asked me my name, asked me my address. Hey, I talked to him. I thought he's gonna for sure give me what I need, but he didn't. Aye, 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 aye. aye. And of course, things like this would happen pretty often, and uh, (laughs) ah. There was one time even a, a, a person that was looking out and he said, a person, a creditor, came in and he said, Mow oh, you listen to me very carefully. You know, I've given you all the credit that I can and I can't give you any more credit because, I, ah, you know, you're working up such a big bill. I'm very sorry. You know, I have to make money too. So either you cough up the money, I wish I could cough up the body, but that's not possible, you understand? That's not possible. Well, um, you know what, the business wasn't so great, so I don't have capital because, you know, there are a lot of poor people and I have to give people merchandise on credit yes i understand quite well but you see i can't give so much credit anymore either you pay up your whole bill or i stop sending you supplies oh my i got no choice okay <sighs> oh, let me go over to your meiser i wonder if those stories are true people are saying such strange stories about him <laughs> On the high not all right, let's go to his house Wow, up, up it has got a big mansion here, Woo, not bad. You know, we didn't uh, squish together this, in this particular, uh, you know, shtetl over here in the Jewish part of Krakow. And we're pushed together here in Kamiraz, whatever, how you pronounce, Kazimierz, or whatever they pronounce the name. <laughs> I live here, I don't even know how to pronounce the name. Anyways, so the bottom line is, let gonna knock on the door. Hello, is anybody home? Ah yes, yes, yes! Just a minute now. I'm coming, coming, coming. Tididum, tididum, dum, pom, pom, pum pom, pom, pom. pum It. Thank you very much. Wow, fancy house. (laughs) May I come in? Ah yes, of course. That's why I opened the door. Otherwise, I would talk you through the door. Come, come, sit down, sit down, sit down. What can I do for you? Oh, aren't you the owner of the general store? Uh, yes, I am, I am. Anyways, um, let me tell you about my problem. Ah, you don't tell me about your problem until you sit down and eat something. Make a bracha, be so I can say amen. Uh, all right. Bye, I'm mean noise. I, amen. Thank you. All right, um did you have enough? I uh, would like something to drink. Oh, Amen, square, Shkoyach, Um shkoyach. me a mitzvah too. It's very nice. Okay, now, um uh what can I do for you? Hello. My name is Smarrell, and I have I know. You told me before. You're the one that has the general store. No, actually you told me that you recognize that I have The general store. Okay, so that's very nice. Anyway, so I gotta speak to you in general. (laughs) No pun intended, you know, general store. I gotta speak to you in general. Alright, anyways, let me just tell you like this. See, the problem is, as I, you see, let me tell you what's happening here. Are you listening? Yes, I'm listening very attentively. What is it? So I have this general store, and I get my merchandise from all over the place. But you know, there are people that are very poor in this town. Oh, tell me about it. Uh, okay, I'll tell you about it. There are people in this town that are very poor. I know, I know, you just told me. Uh, 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 and anyways, so they can't afford things to pay all the time, and sometimes, you know, they have to take things on credit, because if they don't, um, they won't be able to have what they need uh, to be able to uh, live like a human being, you understand? Anyways, uh, you know, like they have grocery supplies, sometimes they have gardening supplies, sometimes they have to make repairs, you know, like a roof is leaking, you know, and I have a general store. Anyways, as I was saying, so, um, now, um, some people are getting poorer, and they can't afford to pay their bills, so I need supplies, so I spoke to my supplier, and, um, he was not very happy. Why wasn't he happy? <laughs> Go tickle him, make him laugh. <laughs> tickle him, make him laugh, and then he'll be happy. No, 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 that's not the reason why he's happy. I'll tickle him, he'll laugh, but then he'll still be sad. Well, why would he still be sad? Well, you see, the problem is that, um, I don't know how to tell you, about, but he's got to get paid. Oh, so then why don't you pay him? That's the problem. If I don't get paid from the customers, then I don't have money to pay to my supplier. But then my supplier tells me, uh, if I don't start paying, he's going to have to cut off the supplies. Because if he can't get paid, he doesn't make money. He doesn't get money, he can't buy the supplies. You know how it works like a chain. First he buys the supplies. I know how it works. I have a lot of businesses myself. It works, it? That is a big supplier that has tremendous amount of supplies, and he sells it to smaller suppliers, and the smaller suppliers sell it to the smallest places, and eventually everybody makes their money. I understand that. I'm in business, you know. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> yes, a Very rich man. Very nice. Anyways, I, I, I need some help. I see. And where do you live? Uh, Why well, does it make a difference where I live? It's my storage, the problem. Yes, but I understand. Um, but um, I'm just curious to know, because if I'm going to give money, i like to know where it's going. Uh, you know what I mean? i like to check you out to make sure everything is good. Ah, oh, that's right. Okay, so here, I write down my address over here. Okay, one second. I write it down here in this paper. All right, here you go. There's my address. <sighs> okay, got my address. Does that help? Uh, yeah, just one more thing. Um, this supplies um, that you owe, I mean, actually, the money that you owe, how much money is it? Well, I would say it's approximately, uh, to be exact, approximately, I'm, I'm, I'm approximating to be exact, you understand? It's a rough estimate, to be exact, and the exact rough estimate is that I need... Um, 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 a, a thousand, uh, 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 rubles, or, or a thousand zlatas, either one, because she goes to Russia, He goes to Poland, whatever it is, it's okay. Um, um, that's what I need. Aha! Uh-huh. I see. Very interesting. So, let me get this straight. You're coming to me, basically, for tzedakah. Is this a loan? Uh, I'll try to pay you back if I can. Aha! Uh-huh. But you're not sure if you can? Uh, no, I'm not very sure if I can. I mean, I would like to pay you back. I mean, that's the plan I see that's the plan, but you don't know if you could pay back or not. No, I don't know if I could pay back or not. I don't know. uh-huh, but you have intentions of paying back i I would like to, but i I don't want to promise something I can't do. uh-huh, but you want that I should give you from my money. Baruch Hashem, you're very well to do, you're very well blessed, you have so much money, take a look, you have so much fancy stuff, I don't want to say anything bad, but I notice you don't have a family over here, uh, and, and and yet your house is very fancy looking, so, so you probably have some money that you could give for Tzedakah Micekert or something, <laughs> 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 did I make a joke? That's funny. I, I don't know what the joke is. <laughs> oh, you're really funny. You're funny. You're telling me that you want me to help your business, yes? Uh, that's kind of what I'm asking. I'm asking for a <laughs> And what will happen if I don't give you this tzedakah? Well, well uh, I won't be able to buy anything, I won't have a store left. Uh Ah, I see. And you want me to give you my hard-earned money? Is that it? Is that it? Uh, yeah. Is there a problem with that? (laughs) Is there a problem with that? Is there a problem with that? Yes, there's a problem with that. I won't give you a penny, not even one penny, not even one groschen, nothing. Who do you think you are, anyways, that I should give you any money, my hard-earned money? If I was you, I would pick yourself up and leave here. Uh, Excuse me, I don't understand. What's going on? In one second you're nice, and all of a sudden... Oh, when it comes to money, (laughs) I don't like to part with my money. Do you understand that? Why, 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 you want to talk me out? I mean, I please, I beg of you, please, you got to help me out. You have to save my business. I told you once, and I'm going to tell you again. Leave my house now, or I will literally throw you out. No, no, I'll go, I'll go. I can take it in. I'm going. Goodbye, goodbye. I don't understand him. At first, he's nice, and it? only when it comes to money, he's not nice. And it began that people used to come to their abonim, and some of the other rabbonim that lived in Krakow came over to the miser. He knocked on his door and he would come over. I'm coming. I'm coming. Just a minute now. All right. I am here now. Uh, now uh, let me just get the door. Ah. Ah. Please come in. Come in. I'm in the room from the other end of Krakow. I'm understanding that Kenai nohora. you are a gebenchma borcho. Hashem gave a wonderful blessing that you have Kenai nohora lots of money, very successful. But my understanding is that you're not giving tzedakah. You know, it's a very big mitzvah to help a yid. You understand that? Yes. Ah uh, Yes, the different madregists, and of course, the best Madrega of course, we know, is to give tzedakah anonymously, that they don't know who gave the tzedakah or where it came from. That's true, yes. But nonetheless, if people here in this town are very, very poor and they can't afford to do these things, then, it, you know, it, it should be pretty well understood that you should help out maybe that's why you should be thinking about maybe why did Hashem bless you and you should be so successful so you should help other people out okay, I hear what you're saying Rebbe, let me just tell you like this I hear every word you said and I can understand your feelings and everything like this but you don't understand me totally I work very hard for money and I won't won't depart with my money I'm very sorry Rebbe, I can't help you and of course, the Rebbe or the Rabb or the rabbi on him. and they would try very hard. And even one time, the Taishish Yantim himself, Rab Yantif Lipman Heller, he came over to him. And he was the Rob in that section where he was, and where there were a lot of poor people there. And Rab Yantif Lipman Heller came over to him and he said, Yeltsertsi, listen to me. Why? Why won't you give tzedakah? It's a very big mitzvah. You are gebensh min ha'kodesh boruchu. Hashem bless you should be successful. And maybe if you give tzedakah, you would be blessed with a family. Why don't you try it? I'm very sorry, Rebbe. I'm sorry, Uh, I'm very, very sorry, uh, but I work hard for my money, and I will not part from my money, I'm very, very sorry, I'm terribly sorry, Uh, but but it doesn't make sense, it doesn't have to make sense, Uh, this is the way I feel, I'm very sorry, if there's anything else you want to discuss, we can discuss, but if it's giving tzedakah, there's nothing to talk. And of course, Remyamtev Lipman Heller, he left. And none of the robotim that lived in Krakow were able to convince the Haliger miser, which, of course, we're calling him Haliger because we know the end, but he was just called a miser. And it was not getting any better. It was getting worse. People would knock on his door and pound the way, and they would knock and knock and knock, and they would scream, Please help me out! Could you please help me? <laughs> I, I, I need food for service. And of course, each time, he would always open the door. He would open up the door very politely, let them in, offer them food on the spot, talk with them, and always ask about their mishpacha, how big it is, what are their needs. And then he would also go over and ask for their address. And after that, when they asked for the money itself, he would go into his routine of saying, What? A chutzpah you have? You're telling me that I should give my money to you? Who do you think you are? A chutzpah, a chutzpah! Out of my house now! Out, 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 out! And of course, he would chase everybody out. Now, there were some people talking in shul, and the gaboyim was sitting there schmoozing. You know something? Shepes nis Yeah, you're right something's not right here. You know, it's funny. Because he's a rich man, we always give a very Khoshvalia. But you know, lately, I am having bad vibes about this. I don't think we should give him any Khoshvalia. Matter of fact, if Stephanie has your side, I don't think we should give him any Aliyah. What do you say? You're right. I agree with you. I think you're right. And of course, that's what happened in Shul. Um, yes, so the miser came, and he was thinking to myself, all right, uh, he was thinking to himself, sorry, myself. he was thinking to himself, and he said, oh boy, I wonder if they're still going to give me shishi, or shishi, you know, depending, whatever it is, maybe they'll give me mufter. Let me see what happens here. Boruch ah, Hashem. Boruch Hashem. They didn't give me aliyah. Oh, maybe there's so many Chiyuvim here. Yes, 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 yes. And of course, he waited by Mincha. And they didn't give him Aliyah then either. And they actually stopped giving him an Aliyah. And eventually, he was going around on Shabbos, and he would say, Oh, good Shabbos, Menachem. How are you? Don't say good Shabbos to me. Chutzpah, you're such a miser. I don't understand you. you. have so much money, you won't help the poor people. Ah, chutzpah. Oh, Sorry. Okay. Ah, good Shabbos, Lepa. How are you? Ah, good Shabbos. You think what happened to me? Ah, chutzpah. I don't want to know you. Get away from me. No good Shabbos when you're around. Ah, uh, I see. Okay. Ah, Shulem. How are you? Don't don't don't, 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 talk to me. I don't want to say a word to you. Oh, you're such a miser. You, you, you're so stingy. What's the matter with you? You can't help out another yid. You have so much money. What are you going to do with it? Eh? When you die, you think you're going to take it, with you? Huh? 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 <laughs> okay. Don't want to say good job me? Not a problem. And it would carry on. It will go on during the weekdays, but this time, as he was walking towards Shul, for Mincha some little kids will pass by. Can I be one of the little kids, my arms Okay, no problem, as long as you know what to do. Yeah, I heard this story lots of times from you. Okay, no problem. Okay, take it away. Ah, uh, what, what should I take away? You see the part. Oh, 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 right. Uh, hey, guys, who's coming. It's Yassel and the Miser. Yeah, it's Yassel and the Miser. Hey, Yassel and the Miser, Yassel and the Miser. And Yassel and the Miser, he would look at them and he would smile at them as though it didn't bother him. And they continued, You're a real Miser, you know that? You're so stingy. Hey, he doesn't give any chakra. My baby once said that a person who doesn't give chakka is almost like a person who doesn't believe in Hashem. Oh well, really? why did the Rabbi say that? But because my baby said that Hashem is always giving and giving and giving and a miser is not like Hashem if he doesn't give. So he's a miser. He's a bad person. He's a rusher. Yeah, he's a rusher. A rusher. A rusher. Yeah. I, I got an idea. I think I know what you want. Let's throw some mud at him. And let's throw some rocks at him. Yeah. Miser. 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 Miser, miser, miser. La, 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 kiss, kiss. You are a miser. Yes, and love the miser. a little miser. Yes, a little miser. you yes, miser. Yes, miser. Yes, miser. And sure enough, they were singing their little, uh, I guess they call it a ditty, you know, whatever, it's like a little song with a little rhyme, whatever it is, and they were singing in a way, and they were making fun of him, and then they did what they said they were going to do. They picked up mud, and they threw more mud, and Yasula just went over and brushed it off with a smile, and he didn't let any of this bother him. And I said, "Wow, they'll say that." <laughs> I mean, how bad can this guy be? Such a rush, Look at him. We're throwing mud, and he just wipes it off, and he smiles at us. She should get angry at us, huh? You know what? Let's throw those rocks. Yeah, let's throw those rocks. And of course, they picked up those rocks off the street and in those days it was easy to find little rocks because they, not all the streets were paved and some of them have like they call cobblestones little bricks on the streets whatever anyways they found plenty of little rocks to throw and they started throwing rocks at him and of course Yasser saw that oh so they want to throw stones at me it's okay I'll just dodge this one. Oh, well, that one hit me Baruch Hashem it didn't hit me in the head I'll just keep walking until I get to Shul and of course when he got to Shul he went inside and he sat down in the back because, for some strange reason, his seat that he bought in advance was taken by someone else. He didn't want to get into a fight with him. He just sat in the back, took out a sitter, and people were mumbling and grumbling. Yeah, look at that guy. Just look at him. Just take a look at him. Yeah, I see what you're saying. It's full of mud. Oh, it's a good look. He got a little bruise on the head. Did he fall? Howie to rocks at him. Oh, oh, you I wonder what Hashem is going to do. Anyways, is a russia, anyways. Such a carger a karger, such a miser, stingy person. I never heard of it. And suddenly there was a clap on the tish, Moya, <coughs> <coughs> boys, boys, I, boy. shah, shah, shah. There's no talking during Dominic. We're ready to start, okay? We're going to start with kabonis before ashray. And Rav Yomte Lipman. got everybody quiet. And sure enough, they davened. And this is the way life was in the shtetl of Kazimierz. And that was in the Krakow, Poland, in the Jewish part of Krakow. And this would go on day after day. And people still, when they got desperate, they still came to him. And they pounded on his door. Please, please, Yosela, please, help me. Don't be a miser this one time. I have no food on the table. I have 12 kinder and like I know. I have so many bills. And Yosela did his routine. Oh, really? That's nice. You must be very hungry. First, sit down and eat. Huh? He might be having a change of heart. But wait a minute. People told me, Sister Brown, and they eat. I don't understand. Um, uh, very interesting. Um, anyways. I love it before you go. Can you please write down your address? Uh, yes, yes. And 12 Kinderlock uh, and I know her. Yes, yes. Uh, and how much do you need? How much do I need? I need a mole. Uh. Two hundred rubles, is that okay? Two hundred rubles? You want me to give for my money? Uh oh, what the other people told me about to happen. You want me, that I should give you for my money? My money I should give to you? Who do you think you are? A chutzpah, a chutzpah. I should give you my money. Do me a favor, pick yourself up and get out of here now. I'm going, I'm going, please don't hit me, don't hit me. Oh, you just get out of here. Alright, I'm going, I'm going. And sure enough, he would leave. It was a very strange sight, but let me tell you, that's what ended up happening. It was a very strange but sad sight. And this would go on more and more. And for over 20 years, this miser stayed as a miser. And everybody kept calling him the karge, which in Yiddish means the stingy one, uh, the miser. And they called him that. And kids used to throw things at him all the time. And it seemed to be that no parents stopped their children from throwing things at him. Now, even if it was a miser, it's really not right to throw things at somebody just because they don't understand the mitzvah of giving tzedakah. It doesn't mean that you have the right to throw things at him or beat him. No, 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 no. But they were so upset because many people were poor, and they had no sustenance, they had no parnasa, and they were very upset because this man was so rich, he had no family, and he would be able to help him. It was terrible, terrible, and then finally it happened, and he realized, well, how uh, be um you know uh the miser, yes the miser. He was in his house and he looked around. Uh oh boy, oh boy. I'm not feeling very well. I think I'm getting too old for this. Ha I am very, very old. Oh my oh my. You know what it is? I need to um uh, send for the for the for, for the Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I gotta do. I I uh, just in case. Uh, first, let me, let me let me let me let me call a doctor, and of course, he paid someone to get a doctor. He had no choice because nobody was going to do a favor for him. He doesn't help anybody else. I should go over and call a doctor for you. Heh, you don't do a thing for anybody else. Ah, one ruble. Okay, I'll get you a doctor. No problem. And sure enough, a doctor came. All right, let me see now. Uh, question is. You know, this is not Sudoku. I have to charge you. (sighs) Not a problem. I can pay. I can afford it. This is a service. I have to pay you for my service. Well, your service, I should say. Yes, it's fine. You're doing me a service. You check me out and see what's wrong. All right, let me see. Stick out your tongue. Mm -hmm. Uh Let me look at your eyes. Uh Uh Let me look at your ears. Mm -hmm. Uh Uh Instead of going, ahum, aha, ahum, ahum, can you tell me what's wrong with me? Yes, I can tell you what's wrong with you. You are old, old miser. And, would you please stop using the word miser and just tell me what's wrong? All right, you're an old man, miser, an old, old man. And therefore, let me tell you something. It looks like your body is giving out on you. You are starting to deteriorate. You will be gone from this world. Now, if I was you, I would try to get on the good side of Hashem because soon you're going to be going upstairs or maybe they'll send you downstairs. (laughs) Um, If I were you, I would just start giving Shadokan. Well, listen to me. I didn't ask for your advice. I asked for your medical assistance. So you're saying I'm very weak and I may be dying. Okay, not a problem. Not a problem. You want to die? No, 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 no. I mean, I understand your diagnosis. And here's your usual fee. Twenty rubles. Uh, can't give me a tip. Yeah, i give you a tip. Don't ask for more. Goodbye. <laughs> and the doctor left. It was strange. And each day, Rabbi Yassel the miser, the holy miser, was starting to deteriorate more, and he paid someone to call for him, the Chavar Kedisha, and the Chavar Kedisha came in, and the other Kedisha came in, hello there, Shalom Aleichem, oh, wow, what a house, so this is where Yoselah the lives, wow, very nice. <laughs> Very nice, very nice. Oh, I like this, yeah. Look at that table. Wow, is that a marble top on the table? Wow, look at those legs on the table. Whew. I never saw such good workmanship like that. Wow! Uh, who did the craftsmanship on this, huh? Wow, good carving and everything. You know, I have a table in my house, too. <laughs> but it's stuck together with bubble gum. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's just stuck together with some tape. <laughs> wow, look at that couch <laughs> That's nice. Ooh. Wow, uh, wow, look at that lantern. Woo. Uh, uh, could you do me a favor and stop looking at everything around the house and please listen to what I have to say. Oh, sorry. Hey, guys, let's listen to what he has to say. Yeah, okay. No. Yeah, let, let's hear what he has to say. Uh, go ahead. All right. Now, I spoke to a doctor who examined me, and you know I'm getting old. Ha ha, Hashem. And um, my body is deteriorating, and maybe within the next few days, I feel that I'm going to expire. I I'm, I'm going to die. I'm going to to be nifty from this world. So, I want to pay you the usual fee. I want to give you the 50 rubles, and I want you to bury me in a decent place in the cemetery. Okay? Can you do that? You're the Hever Kedisha. That's your job. So, <laughs> If I understand this correctly, okay, am I to understand, Reb Can I call you Reb Yassala? Demiser? <laughs> well, let me tell you something, Reb Yassala. Demiser. Okay, you know, it's very interesting you should say that. You know, here you are dying, you have no family, so why don't you start giving sedaka? you know what I mean? As a matter of fact, to help you start, you know, uh, you're such a rusher. People hate you all over the place. They make fun of you. Kids throw rocks and mud at you and everything. Uh, you know what? I, I'm going to tell you what I'm going to uh, I can I, do. I'm the head of uh, the Heavy We'll mask him to bury you, uh, but not for 50 rubles. I'm sorry. What? What do you mean? Uh, but but that's the fee. Everybody else pays 50 rubles to be buried. Uh, uh, I'm no different. Oh, yes, you're different. You're so different that if you want us to bury you, it'll be 1,000 rubles, okay? 1,000 rubles? Are you out of your mind? No, I'm just out of money. <laughs> and we're all out of money, and we could use it. Because sometimes we have to do some for uh, stuff, you know, and we don't get paid for that. So, uh, <coughs> to make up for it, uh, how about you give us uh, 1,000 uh, rubles, and then we'll make sure you have a good barrel in a good spot, okay? Huh? What do you say, huh? Otherwise, uh, you know, uh, well, you know what? Come to think of it, what are you saying over there? I don't think he should get a good spot. I think we should bury him in the back over there where the paupers are, the old anima, He doesn't deserve to be over here just because of a rich man. He's a miser, he's a coward I'm telling you. Ah, alright. So, uh, uh, for a thousand rubles, we'll get to bury you by the paupers place where the anima are buried, okay? No problem, okay? You ready to pay? Then we can take care of you when the time comes. I'm not ready to pay that. I am not ready to pay that. I am ready to pay only the 50 rubles, which is the standard fee. Can you live with that? <laughs> you know what? I guess when you die, you'll be here. When you're nifter, you'll be here riding away. <laughs> Goodbye. Change your mind. Let us know. <laughs> and unfortunately, the chevra really were a good chevra. They normally would do everything the right way. But the things, the actions of this miser got to them so much that they didn't even feel to treat him like a human being and the time came it was a few days later maybe by uh, whatever it is by uh, Sunday night or so he was finally nifter in his house he was nifter but the Kedisha, true to their word did not do anything and the Kedisha, true to their word tried to keep a secret from Rabbi Umtif Lipman Heller, because even though that Yosel was a miser, you can rest assured if Rabbi Yomtov Lipman Heller knew about what was going on, he would order that they should bury him. But they didn't. And meanwhile, there was a neighbor next door. But we're not we're not going to say his name because we don't know his name. So we're going to call him um, uh, Shmelke, Okay, it's a good name. Yeah. So we're going to call him Shmelke, and Smelker was looking around. Hey, oh hey, my goodness gracious, this is not very good. My dear wife, Sprinza, did you notice? That uh, your miser didn't come out of his house in two days. I'm going to go over to his house and peek through the window and see if it's all right. Be careful, okay? Hey, be very careful. I'm not going into the house. I heard he told people out. I'm going over here very carefully. Let me see. Ah, here we are. Ah, He's lying in the bed. His eyes are closed. Ah, His chest is not moving up and down. He's not breathing. Ah, He was nifter. Ah, The heavy condition, don't want to bury him. I better find out. And the next morning in shul. Sure, tell me. Hey, hey, why aren't you burying him? <laughs> don't tell us what to do. You don't want to pay for it, he'll suffer. <laughs> 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 Let him ride over there, that's all. Ay, ay, ay. this is terrible. And when this next door neighbor came home, he told his wife, ay, is mere. maybe there's going to be the summer floating around. Maybe bad spirits will come. And maybe the Neshavah will be very upset because no one's burying him. And maybe terrible things will happen to us because we're next door and we didn't do anything. All right, all right, you know what? It's already Tuesday night. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to wait until it's much later when no one's around. I'm going to take his body and I'm going to slap it myself to the cemetery and I'll bury him towards the back of the cemetery. Hopefully... Not too many people will notice. I'll bury him enema. Yeah, sure. And sure enough, he snuck into his house. It seemed to be that the door was not locked. He came into his house, and he went inside. And what happened was is he slept out the body. He looked around to make sure no one saw no one saw, and he went to the cemetery with him, and he started digging. <laughs> And finally, he put his body in. And according to some versions, he did a tahara on him secretly by the lake, whatever it was, or the river. But anyways, the bottom line is, what happened was is, he buried this miser. And finally, what happened was is, Rabbi Yontif Lipman Heller, he was in his house. And he was learning, and it was Thursday night, and suddenly there was a knock on the door. Rabbi, Rabbi, can you help in Huh? What's going on? Let me see what's going on. Oh. Uh-oh, come on, come on, come come in, come in. What can I do for you? Rabbi, I don't know how to tell you this, but you know, um, you know, uh, of course, we all know that Yoselah is a miser, everything like that. But Baruch Hashem, there's somebody in this town, I, I, I don't know who it is, but somehow, every Thursday, in the morning, when I go out up and I go to school, I find there's an envelope under my door. I open it up, it is exactly what I need for my family for the week and for Shabbos. I'm telling you, but this morning, I didn't see it. I thought maybe the guy's going to be late. And tonight I run do this. I don't know how I'm going to make Shabbos. Rebbe, do you have any money in the fund? Can you help me out? Oh, I, I'll see what I have here. Let me see. And before the Rebbe, before I of Lippman Heller could look around, there was another knock on the door. <coughs> Rebbe, Rebbe, I, I don't know how to tell you this, please. Can I come in? Uh, sure, sure. Come in, come in, come in, come in. What's the problem? Rebbe. Take it easy. Yeah, 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 I'll take it easy. Uh, but you know, uh, I didn't want for Shabbos. I don't have any. And I have a gracious Mishpuka. If the Rebbe can help out. I don't understand. For 20 years he didn't come to me for Sedaka. Now suddenly you need Sedaka? Well, I don't know how to tell you this. But I realize that, um, well, I could tell you the secret now. Uh, but I didn't want to say anything. But every. Uh, Thursday morning, sometime when I'm ready to go to school, I find under my door is an envelope with the exact amount of money that I need to support my family and for the week and for Shabbos. Comes every Thursday. Today I didn't come. And mommies, one knock after the other, boom, 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 bang, 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 bang. slam, 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 whatever it is, crack, bim, boom, whatever it is, people coming in. And suddenly the Rebbe, Rabbi, rabbi Amtabh Lipman Heller, started thinking, a minute. One second now. You're telling me, everyone here, calm down, please, please, calm down. Each one of you are telling me that every Thursday morning you found money when you got up to go to the zoo? Yeah. That's right. You. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. I see. Interesting. Wait a minute. Did I hear correctly? Have you heard? Heard Think, think, think. Yes. Is it true that Yossela the Miser was nifter? Yes, it's true. And everybody's very, very happy. Yeah. Well, I don't think you should be happy. Why not? Yeah, why not? And why not? Well, do you know who the secret person who was who was giving you tzedakah secretly must have been? Eh, uh, eh, uh, no, who was it? It was probably Yussel the miser. He was not a miser; he was a halakha miser. He's a halakha man. He was a nister. Do you realize what he did? He's the one. Weren't you the one that told me that he asked for your address all the time before he threw you out? Ah, that's right. He didn't ask for the address. Yeah, that's my address, too. That's for mine. Yes, for mine. That's for mine. Mine, too. So that's it. That was the game he played. He pretended to be a miser so he could get the Schar for giving at the highest level, that you should receive the tzedakah, not know who gave it to you and where it came from. It's the highest madriga. You know something? He has no relatives. I think we must go to his house. And sure enough, the Rav took, Rav Yomte Heller, took a few Gabayim, they went to his house. They opened the door, which they found open, and they looked around, and they found a little chest, and they opened up the chest, like a, you know, like it was a, you know, a box type of chest. They opened it up, and inside they found the notebook. And inside the notebook was every poor person's name. And next to it was written, the address and underneath how many people were in the family how much money they needed and then there was another book that showed he gave money every time to these people he was the secret one who was giving money to everybody wow unbelievable what was taking place and they didn't even realize it wow 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 ah yes amazing amazing miracle and now they realize Rabbi does that mean we have to ask mechila? we have to go to his cave and ask mechila. and one of the first things Rabbi Antif Lipman did also was ordered that a new Matzeva should be set up for him and it should state that here lies a a a the Holy miser anyways that's what they did then Rabbi Amtab Lipman Heller ordered that everybody should fast they should make a fast day and daven and beg for mechila. and this is what they did now of course I forgot to tell you there is one version that along with that they found inside the notebook where he keeps his money so whatever money that this miser had left they were able to distribute according to his notebook to give to the poor people Meanwhile, they were so upset with themselves because they made fun of him, they laughed at him, they teased him, they m'vayushed him and everything. And they were davening and begging for mechila. And finally, when Amyantif Lipman Heller was very exhausted, he went home and he lied down to go to sleep. And then suddenly he had a dream. And in the dream, Rav Yassir, the miser, came. And he told him, everybody should stop fasting. Everybody, you should all stop fasting. I'm Michael, you all. The only thing that I miss, I want you to know I have a great place here in Gan Eden. A great place. Because of the way I gave the tzedakah that nobody knew who gave it and nobody knew where it came from. So, it was the highest madriga. I have a beautiful place here in Gan Eden. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Amorchal, am Amorchal everybody. And sure enough, from Yantab lipman Heller, the next morning, came to shul and told everybody about his dream. And of course, everybody was happy to hear that they had Mechila. And of course, people learned a lesson not to make fun of anybody, even if he's a Miser, because you never know what he really is, and of course, what ended up happening was that this holy gadzadig, Rabbi Lipman Heller, he asked to be buried next to Yosla, the Holy Miser. So, if you ever go to Poland and visit the Ramow Cemetery, and you find Rabbi Yomtov Lipman Heller's right next to it, you'll also find Rab the Holy Miser. Wow, that was terrific. All our time is up. Oh, yeah, right. So, everybody, have a wonderful weekend. Have a great Shabbos. And goodbye.